Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Okay, capital allowances. There was a question from Hafiz, so we're going to skip that. I'm going to move it down. So, go on, Hafiz. No, go on. What, what's your question? So, what sort of things can we uh, claim under capital allowances for buying a property? So, to keep it very simple, anything which is fixed to the building. Yeah? So, in this particular room here, Hafiz, you've got suspended ceiling, uh, aircon, fire, possibly you could have cameras radiators, all this kind of stuff, yeah? Which is fixed to the building, which you can take off, again, keeping it very simple. Basically, fixed and fittings, basically. Fixed and fittings, yeah, it's called plant and machinery, but fixed and fittings, yeah. same capital allowance, yeah. Okay. How far back can you go, was your question? Yeah. The, it's not a question of how far back you, you can go per se, it depends on how much the previous owner has claimed. Yeah. So as long as they haven't claimed uh, their, their capital allowances, then you can claim them. Uh, if they've claimed them all and there's nothing to claim, then you can't claim anything. No. Yeah. Where do you find that out? When your solicitor does the commercial property search inquiries or standard inquiries, uh, there's a question there, I can't remember what number, I think it's 34 or 30 or 51 or something, about capital allowances. They ask that question. Yeah. Who, who, do, they ask? who do they ask? They ask the seller's solicitor. Okay. Right. So if you purchase a building and it's a tear down, so flat to the ground, and then a brand new build, you've claimed the capital allowances on the old building, the new building, will that have its own capital yes, allowances? Yes, that's right, because you've got new items in there now. Yep. And then, then the next person that comes That's on. right, yep. So what I'm saying is that this building here, if we were to buy it, and it gives us a BMD price, we claim for everything that's fixed here. Yeah, which... Knock it all out, yeah. if we want to and then put lots of stuff back in again and you can capital allowances. Yeah, yeah, so, so you get old and new, that's right. And how does the capital allowance work? Is it just like the actual purchase price or is it based on what the value... No, it's based, right it's, it's, so you bring in a surveyor, they take photographs of every single item, work out the value of those items, uh, and then work out how much the previous person's claimed and you, you, you claim the balance. So they look at the like present value sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that was one thing. It's a present value estimation. Okay. Anything else on that? And for the new build, how, do they, how is that capital allowance calculated? Again, you can use a surveyor, or if you ever have an accountant or a tax person who knows what they're doing, it's the actual value of how much you've paid for those items. Right. Is that a percentage of the actual purchase price or the actual purchase? No, for the new stuff, yeah. it's what, what you've actually paid for those items. Right. So if you pay two and a half grand per aircon unit, you've got 10 units, 25 grand, right, okay. so on and so forth, yeah. Does that effectively sort of taken off at like the cap, um, corporation tax sort of value? Yep, so, so you work out your uh, tax, yep. uh, sorry, you, you, you work out your taxable profit and then you work out uh, what you've got in terms of capital allowances and without going into too much detail, you have different pools, you have a, a general pool, okay, short life asset, long life asset, okay, that type of stuff and then you work out what your allowances are, you claim them, so 
So let's say you've got £100,000 worth of allowances in your general pool. And if they're all new allowances, you can claim the whole lot in one go uh, using the annual investment allowance. If you want to claim bit by bit, you can claim up to 18% every year fees. So first year, 100 grand, you claim 18%, you've got 82,000 left, you carry forward 82,000 to the next year, yeah. then you claim 18, up to 18% 18 of 82 grand. Okay. Yeah, up to 18, if it's in the general pool. Uh, Energy efficient, you claim 100%. Uh, annual investment allowance, you claim 100%, yeah? Okay. Up to uh, a certain figure. Hi, your name is? Willemay. Hi, Willemay. Hi, Willemay. Capital allowances are only applicable to certain uses of, of the building, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, SA, right? And, but not, not necessarily residential, or does it, it does apply to new build flats? Commercial. Commercial. Yeah, commercial, yeah. Buy the commercial building, but when I, uh, when I make it into, when I turn it into flats, they're now residential buildings, so you can't put all the new fixtures and fixings. And yeah, that's right. Unless, that unless you have, unless you have a, like a large HMO, then you can claim for the common stroke communal areas. Right, because that's more. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, a commercial use. That's right. That that's right. Cool. Donna. And technically speaking, if you turn it into an SA and use it for a minimal time, and then turn it into residential, then you can claim back to that's going to be very problematic so the question is if we use it as service accommodation for a short time and then we transfer it into uh, ordinary residential letting uh, you, you will have a problem because you've you're going to claim capital allowances and then you're going to stop claiming capital allowances depending on what you've claimed okay you have to do a reversal and you're gonna end up with a, a big tax bill yeah it would take me too long to kind of map it all out for you so does it depend on how long you use it for SA or what does it depend on? if you if you the, the longer you use SA for the better it is for you but I, I had a guy who was I think based in Newcastle he had quite a few SA units and had about a million pound worth of uh, capital allowances but because he was gonna stop using it as SA now Okay, he had a tax bill of about 200 odd grand. Yeah, because you have to reverse everything out. Mm. Becomes a problem. So yeah. you can never turn them back into a You can, but you'll have a, it's likely you may end up with a tax charge or the capital allowance side. So essentially, if you turn a residential or whatever you turn into, um, into SA, it should That's be good, that's good. It should be with a purpose to keep it that way. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and the longer you keep it for, the better. Yeah, Hafiz. Uh, you mentioned earlier um, short life asset pool and long life asset pool. I think that was, that was the phrase you used, or something. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, how is that differentiated, and what goes into those uh, pools? So short life usually uh, is anything which has a life of uh, less than five years. Usually IT and that type of stuff. Long life, I think it is something which has a life of longer than 25 years. Oh, what about the middle bit? Middle bit is just you're usually in your general pool, plant and machinery. Oh, okay, so you've got, you got three then? you got sure. more than three, but then you've got energy efficient, and then you go, you've got your annual investment allowance. Okay. Yeah, but you, you don't have to worry about all that stuff. Your accountant will be looking after yeah, that for you. It's good to know it, so. Yeah, yeah, of course. I want someone to go and do this stuff. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. yeah.
Claire. Your name is? Claire. Hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. It's more of um, thinking this is the project I've got with Dan. Um, so you're doing a deal with Dan, are you? Yeah. So it's, uh, it was commercial conversion we've bought. It's, it's all done up now. So the initial intention was to be all five apartments would be run as service accommodation. But because of COVID and timing, we've decided to have two apartments as service accommodation. Okay, yeah. As a single bed. Yeah. So that, would that affect, that would affect it, wouldn't it then, or not? Then you can't claim on the three that are single lets yes. for now. But if you yeah. change them to SA later on, like Dana said, yes. then you can. It, and that can be a year, two years, five years. Yeah, down the road, that's right, yes. yeah. So again, as the long-term use is, yeah, that's Yeah, good. that's right. Thank you. I'm clutching at straws now, a little bit. That's not like you, Hafiz. No, no. <laughs> if you have a rent-to-rent -rent property, yep, and you have an SA unit in there, are there any capital allowances that you can claim for at all? If you've spent the money, yeah. then yes. Okay. If the owner spent the money, then you can't claim their part. Right. Okay. Yeah? Alright, okay, that makes sense. Cool. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.